to Expiring Contracts, a podcast that blends sports and senseless depravity in an epic cocktail of indecency. They tried taking us off the radio. They bought out our old contract and let the deal expire. To the station that shut us down, we give a big fuck you. Welcome to Expiring Contracts. We ventilate a variety of sports, but take a special care in ramrodding a double dose of NBA basketball down your throat. With bleeding time to strike a deal, we are your hosts, the facilitator, Brian Miner. We're recording here! The conversationalist, Alec Pennington. Clearly equal opportunity murder. The wild card, Travis Tharp. <laughs> Spoiler alert, we had a disclaimer. We about to launch this bitch. With fucking energy I give to you, SHOW MODE! So, welcome to this week's special episode of Exploring Contest. We have a special episode because we wanted to do one. Oh my god, this is good. Thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we got a special episode for you this week. Um, our, our fantasy basketball draft is today. And we just thought, you know, fuck it, let's do let's do a fun draft draft episode. So it's just me and Tharp here. Alec unfortunately could not make it. Um so Tharp is gonna have to be the conversationalist here. The, the wild card needs to, needs to control his wild cardness. I don't know about that. Because the facilitator still gotta facilitate. That's true. That's true. So, well, what, what about fantasy basketball are we discussing? Are we just straight going off the cuff? Well, we're going off the cuff. You know, this is a special episode, no pre-planned uh, agenda, outline, um, just kind of an overall fantasy basketball, little short episode, you know. Um, so to start off, Tharp is our reigning champion. Reigning champion, I unfortunately came in, I believe, third place, maybe fourth, no, fourth place. You lost on purpose. I did. <laughs> did I? <laughs> it's one, it's one spot, but I took, uh, I took all the people that were playing and put them on my bench. <laughs> uh, but I mean, whatever, you know. We made a, uh, a Brian rule, where essentially the third and fourth teams that are playing the winner gets the best draft pick out of the two. We decided that? Yeah. What? Yeah, so the, the winner of the third and fourth playoff series gets to decide instead of just by ranking. And then... Uh, That's bull. Uh, of the loser's bracket, whoever wins that gets 25% odds in the draft lottery. See, I like that. I like having I like having to actually earn your number one pick, but that's we're kind of doing both. Because even if you're the, the 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 loser out of all of this and you have the least amount of wins, you still have twenty five percent. Okay, so that evens out. So yeah. the worst team doesn't stay bad. 
you still have that 25% chance to get the hot pick. Okay, okay. All right. So we got the reigning champ here. I made playoffs last year, but, you know, ended up losing in the first round. And I think that was a big reason of our center rule that we had, where we had four centers. So if you had four, four high-quality centers on your team, you play them all at once, and it got you hella points. I didn't do this, unfortunately. Um, I, I think I picked up a center off the waiver wire. The way I played it was I would have three quality centers. And then whenever, whenever I needed a free agent off the waiver wire, I was looking for centers only. Yeah. And I would just swap out the centers that are on the free agency wire. So that way I was getting points from them. And when you're starting your draft, I mean, this is just some advice that I have for someone who's starting. Um, I would target the better players in the in the skill positions. So you're looking at point oh, guard. Oh, really? You're looking, at, guard. you're looking for the best players overall? No, I'm, I mean, the skill positions. Like, I'm not looking the at guard center, position. I'm not looking at forward. You're looking you at know, the two guard positions. You want to get a good guard, a good small forward early. Those small forwards are gone quickly. Like, out of the second round, if you don't have a small forward, you're going to be stuck with, like, Chris Middleton. And then if you wait to the fifth or sixth round, there is Trevor Ariza. Trevor Ariza. You're done. You're toast. Yeah, I mean, but you have to be careful with that because, uh, again, the – Depending on how you score your individual fantasy basketball leagues, you know, ours is set up where if you're a high-volume scorer, that shooting percentage goes into effect of how many points you get. You know, you get negative points for missed shots. So, you know, like a guy like Donovan Mitchell, who puts in 24 points per game, high-volume, in fantasy, he's doing less than 20. And it's even more impactful when you're missing three-pointers. You get a negative one for missing a three, and you get a negative one for missing a field goal attempt. Right. So the, right. So if you're a high volume, you know, now in today's NBA, there's three-pointers everywhere. Yeah. So if you're getting a high-volume score, it, you know, it's real, they're really tough to come by. So you have to make sure you're looking at all of the – other stats that go along with it. So a guy like, you know, a guy that I love to pick up is Rondo. I love I love playing with Rondo because you know what he doesn't he doesn't shoot a lot, so that shooting percentage doesn't play into effect a whole lot. He's not, you know, he, right? He maybe shoots five shots a game. Yeah, he gets one to two steals a game, and he gets ten to fifteen assists a game. And the way we have it, a point for an assist, I'll take his, you know, 15 points, you know, every every week. That's a, that's a solid points, 15 assists. No, no, no. I mean 15 fantasy points. Oh, okay. 15 fantasy points. Yeah, sure. it, you know, I'll take that. That's a good role player uh, and a good solid guy you have on your bench and just a very consistent person. So, I mean, you have to look at that. I mean, guys like Chris Paul who are old but still get steals, you know, a steal is worth two points. Yep. You know, those those rack up real quick. OKC okay, is going to showcase him, too. Yeah, so we'll see. 
I'm kind of holding off on him. I'm not taking him in an earlier round because I don't know if they're going to put a lot of the offensive burden on him. Um, if they put a lot of offensive burden on him, then you're looking at a volume score, and he hasn't been shooting lights out the past couple of years. You know, his shooting percentages have been iffy, so I'm not completely sold on it. When he shoots good, it's because he had Harden as, as a teammate who obviously drew a lot of attention away, and he could get a wide-open three. I don't know if he's going to get that in OKC. Yeah. But then again, you don't know if OKC is going to keep him. They may ship him out. Oh, yeah. So, you know, Chris Paul, I think I, I, I'm kind of staying away from him until, you know, maybe a, a later round, fourth round, something like that. In our keeper league, maybe it'll be like a, a third round. Yeah. Um, but I'm holding off on him. Um, with with it being a keeper league, you know, it's it's kind of tough to – to really get the good guys because, you know, the guys on your, you know, the, the guys that are being kept on the team are in the top ten. Yeah. You know, just look just looking at the top five, Giannis, Anthony Towns, um, Davis, Jokic, and Andre Drummond rounds out the top five people. And that goes to, that goes to our point of, let's see, what, one, two, three, four of those are centers. Yeah. Four out of the top five are centers, and Giannis obviously it plays all over the place. So, you know, those guys are hard to get in our league, but uh, no, uh, going back to your point of making sure that you grab a good guard, you grab a good shooting guard, you know, those are the positions that you want to make sure you're, you're focusing, grabbing those the all-around stats. And not just the flashy points. There's not many shooting guards here. Like if you look at it, you got James Harden, you got Bradley Beal, and then it's a steep cliff. <laughs> I mean, D'Angelo Russell. Steep cliff. No, he's, that's true. He is. He is. I mean, you. What you should be looking for is the combo guards. Yeah. The guys that can play both point guard and shooting guard. Right. Because not only will they get you assists and get you those easy points, but what they will do also is give you the flexibility to move them throughout your lineup, where you can play them at point guard and shooting guard, depending on who's playing, who's not playing, uh, because it is a day-to-day -day thing. You know, it goes it goes per week. So if you can move them around, like I like I love having Ben Simmons on my team because he's a point guard and a shoot and a small forward. So depending on who's playing each week, I can slide him all the way in between both of the forward spots and the point guard spot. Yeah, that's sick. Right. It's irreplaceable. Yeah, so no <laughs> <laughs> you did get Paul George in return, but but yeah, the two two of uh, the three keepers that I have you gave me. Yeah. Aiden and Simmons. So I mean, yeah, definitely, definitely try to get a good guard. Uh, there's plenty of centers that can get you decent points, and um, you know, because rebounding blocks, you know, all that kind of stuff. The, there's plenty of centers for you to grab in later rounds that'll get you decent production. You know, in your lineup, yeah. that uh, second tier, third tier point guard, shooting guard won't give you. Exactly. I, I had a tough decision. 
I, I had Luka Doncic on my team, uh-huh. and uh, I had Gobert and Jokic, which is my twin towers. You know, they pulled a lot of weight for me, and then I had Paul George as my three keepers. But I was deciding between Doncic and Gobert. Gobert is really solid in the field of the park, like yeah. you said, because he doesn't take much shots outside of five feet from the rim. So he's shooting 50 to 60%. Exactly. Right. And then he's getting rebounds and blocks, you know, the whole shebang that you expect from a big man. But, you know, you want that skilled player, and Doncic could just blossom into this amazing player, you know, but he is taking a lot of three-pointers mm-hmm. and missing a lot of them. Yep. You know, and that's a straight killer. His free throw percentage is also garbage. So you got to look at that, too, when you're trying to build your team. Like, a lot of those shooting guards just throw up shots and, and have just reduced their value because of it. But uh, I, I, I ended up going with Gobert just because Josh is unreliable in regards to the three last year. Yeah. He was a rookie. He's going to be better at it. But it's you just, you just kind of have to hope that you can grab him in the draft. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you want him back. Yeah, if you want him back. Lots of shooting guards available. I, I know the Devin Booker's available. Well, second and third tier shooting guards. Yeah. Not the top flight. I'm not talking about that. that I'm talking about the end of that Yeah. <laughs> you got the steep cliff, and then you know you got you got plenty of kind of mid tier shooting guards that. You know, you can grab it in a few different rounds depending on what you're looking for and how you're trying to build your team. I wonder who's going to get Zion. I bet, I bet Zion goes first round. You think so? I think someone's going to go for him. I think someone. I think Kyle is going to go Just for like him. Yeah, you know, I, I really think that, you know, and nothing against Kyle or, or Foot because both of those guys made the playoffs last year and our 14 – in our 14 playoffs, it was me, Tharp, Kyle, and Foot, who both of those guys have never played fantasy basketball before or are really knowledgeable about basketball in general. Well, Foot was on auto pick. Right. And he got it. Yeah. He got the four centers. Yeah. But what I'm, what I'm saying is, I bet you one of those guys, they're going to see Zion and they're going to bite. And he's either going to make their team and bring them back into the playoffs. Or he's just going to be kind of average, and they're going to have to work for it. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I, I can't say too much because I, I took the bait on Aiton last year when you know rookie, and I saw him as a promising center. I was like, all right, let's do it, and I rolled with him, and he was awesome. Twenty-five yeah. points per game, thirty points per game. It was, it was awesome. You know, so. Zion could be that, or he could be like Doncic last year, 17 points per game because he maybe is shooting too much or just, you know, field goal percentages down. I don't really see it with Zion, but I bet you someone's going to roll the dice no later than the second round. Yeah, did you see him in Summer League? No, I didn't. He straight destroyed that guy who's on the next. Summer League or preseason? Uh, Summer League. Okay, because he, he, he had his first... Uh, he had his first poster uh, in preseason. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who is uh, Who is New York's like uh, ninth round pick last year? Ninth pick? You he mean like Kevin Knox? Kevin Knox. He made him look foolish. <laughs> he, like took him, He took the ball away from him. Because he's so like, small, dude. He can't be away from a baby. <laughs> yeah. And he fell to the ground and then signed like a sick dunk. It was. 
It was great to see. Yeah, I mean, Zion's going to be definitely one to watch. And he's a matchup this year. Yeah, he's definitely going to be one to watch. And He's fast and big. Yeah. And with, look, with Lonzo as the point guard, I see that being crazy good on the fast break. Yeah. Lonzo's really, he, Lonzo's got good vision. As much as I don't like Lonzo, he's got good vision and can dish it out. I, I see Lonzo being the second coming of Rondo, of just like, I don't take too many shots, I get a shit ton of assists, I get some steals, um, but that's pretty much it. I don't, I, yeah, I don't see his I don't see his ceiling being any higher than than a, a little bit better of Rondo. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe he's playoff Rondo, you know, throughout the season, one or two years, but I don't see him being too much better than Rondo. I saw him working on his jump shot. It's such an ugly shot. The, no, I mean, he's got a big shot. He's, he's shooting with his right arm. He always shoots with his well, right He's not bringing it across his face, but he has a good shooting form because they're working with him. If you watched, if you watched that video, it's it's not completely to the left side of his head, but it's still coming to the left side of his face. Yeah. They're, they're slowly bringing it around <laughs> to the center. And I think over the next couple of years, you'll start seeing him shooting with a normal, you know, a normal shot form. But but I was I was looking closely, and I watched it a few times. He's still bringing it to the left side of his face, but not completely over to his left shoulder, which was, I mean, it's no Sean Marion shot, but it's an ugly shot. <laughs> What's he doing? <laughs> Just living off of his championship money, man. <laughs> So, outside, you know, let's say we're not doing a keeper league this year. Okay, mm-hmm. who are you taking number one overall? Number one overall, it's going to have to be one of those fours. So either Anthony Davis or Giannis Antetokounmpo. You know, they're they're stat stuffers, man. And I would probably take Anthony Davis over. Really? Antetokounmpo because he's going to. He will be carrying the load. You know, and That's with LeBron. With, with LeBron on it. And, you know, Le- LeBron can only do so much, you know, being that he's going to be, what, like 36, 35, 35, 36, 35 yeah. somewhere around there. He's going to have to, to do a lot. And he's going to be getting rebound blocks. They're not going to have a, a solid center there because of DeMarcus's injury. So he's going to have to pick up that slack on the defensive end. I mean, they're going to use they're going to use Anthony Davis as center, and they're going to use LeBron as a powerful. He might go back to power forward. He might do point guard. You know, he might be in a Ben Simmons role where he's going down in the paint, playing center and small ball. And you know, when Anthony Davis comes back out on the court, he plays point guard. Yeah. You know, I could I could see him doing something like that. Um, but you have to remember, LeBron pretty much took last year off. 
Yeah. You know, he, he was saving a lot of energy. He wasn't really pushing himself as we've seen LeBron push himself. I'm not saying he wasn't trying, but we know that LeBron can be a lot better than he was last year. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's because of age or just he lost faith in his team. But now he has Anthony Davis with him. I think he's got some newfound energy. And I think he's going to try. And I think LeBron's going to try and carry that team. Um and kind of have Anthony Davis. How many in the tank do you think LeBron has? I think I think LeBron's playing till he's forty. Yeah. I don't think. Would that be sick though? I think he's playing till he's forty, but I don't think he's going to be LeBron. LeBron at forty. I think he's going to be a very. I think he's going to be a very good player. Um. But I think we'll be talking like. In I think we'll be talking like fifteen to twenty. Of best players when he's forty, because you got a lot of good people who are who are coming up and, and really making a name for themselves, like Doncic and and Ant and Anthony Davis. Obviously, is still one of the the best players in the league, and you know Devin Booker is making a case for it, and you still got Harden and Westbrook. And, yeah, but I'm just saying, like over time, LeBron will start to go down, and I think I. I really think LeBron is trying to last where he can play with his kid. That would be sweet. I think I, he, I think he really is trying to do that because it's LeBron. You know, he's all about you know doing things his way and being fancy and all that kind of shit. So I really think he's gonna try and make it to play with his kid. That would be awesome to see, man. Yeah. I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be pretty productive this year. I think him and Anthony Davis are gonna. I think they're gonna share the court pretty well. Um, I think they have a good team around though. I know you doubt it, but I I do doubt it. I think Kuzma he's gonna be a plug and play spot up four. I disagree. I think Kuzma's gonna have a rough time finding a place. Yeah. I, I him and Davis I think would work like gold. I don't think so. Davis on the inside, Kuzma on the outside. But LeBron's got the ball. Yeah, you can kick it out to Kuzma for a three. I, re- I really think Kuzma's going to have a hard time finding finding a role. And I think that role isn't going to be what he wants it to be. Because he's not a playmaker, right? He's not a ball handler. Yeah. He's a decent catch and shoot from the three-point line. Mid-range guy, which if LeBron's driving and Anthony Davis is posting, then Kuzma's out on the three-line, sure. And then they can dish it out to him, and then he's hitting threes. But then what are we saying, that he's going to be just a glorified Danny Green? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and at that point, what are you just going to have? You're just going to have LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and then – Rondo to move the ball around, and then just a team of Danny Greens. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's what you need. That's what it's going to be. You need. That's, that's not going to be enough. That's what they tried to make in Cleveland. They, they made Kevin Love a Danny Green. Yeah, look at what happened. They didn't do shit. I mean, they won a championship. They won a championship, but that was like four years in a row. Yeah, they, the they won a championship before before they tried to. The, to start doing all that, let's get as many three-point shooters as we can. They won a championship with with a solid team. 
At least I believe they had a solid team over there. But they didn't give Rose a chance when they signed Rose. No, I mean LeBron's crying over wanting playmakers. They get Derrick Rose, and they get um, Isaiah, Thomas. Isaiah Thomas, and then they get George Hill as well, yeah. and then it doesn't work out. I'm like, what do you want? Yeah. You want playmakers? Here's three playmakers, and then you you drove them out of town. Yeah. I mean Rondo is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Rondo. <laughs> Rondo's been able to work with him, which is good, because Rondo obviously plays better when the people around him are better. Yeah. You know, when when Rondo was in Boston, he was amazing. When he's been in LA, he's been really good. You know, he knows what his role is, and he needs those people around him to be effective. But. Um, I'm surprised. I, I going going back. We we kind of went off on a little tangent, but going going back, I'm surprised that you would take Anthony Davis over Giannis. Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you would take that because I'm definitely taking Giannis over number one overall. But uh, I want to see in, in in these next what do we got? Roughly five minutes. Can you name the top ten projected? Players in fantasy. In order? Not in order. Okay. Not in order. Okay. You ready? Ready. Giannis. Number one. Anthony Davis. Number three. Andre Drummond. Number five. Jokic. Number four. LeBron James. Uh, number seven. James Harden. Uh, number ten. I did mention them earlier in this episode. Yeah, we did. I did say I did rattle off the top five earlier this this episode. <laughs> All right, you're missing. You're missing number nine, number eight, and number two. Number six. Do they have Westbrook up there? Westbrook is not in the top oh. ten. Uh, and you mentioned them already? I mentioned number two already this this Isn't episode. Gobert up there? Gobert's number six. Okay. So you got you need two, eight, and nine. Two. Who is two? He's a center. Yep, Carl Anthony Towns is number two. Number eight and nine. Number eight, I can definitely see in the top ten because he's definitely um, someone who's very versatile and can play different positions and gets you a lot of those extra points, not um, field goal points, actually, like assists and rebounds. Ben Simmons. ben Simmons is number eight. Number nine, I would have never expected this. But he was your boy last year. He was your boy last year. Pascal Siakam was number nine. Wow, he is high. He is really high. I have. I don't know what. Maybe because Kawhi Leonard left, they're thinking that Pascal Siakam's just just gonna be Kawhi Leonard this year. <laughs> I mean, he was a he was a good four, but he's not a ball handler. Yeah. 
he's a he can hit a three, sure, and he can go in the post. Like he can shoot from pretty much anywhere. He doesn't have the best. No. No, he can hit shots, but he's not he's not that good of a shooter. Yeah. So I don't know I don't know what they're projecting. Exponentially better. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll see this year. Um, maybe take a flyer on on Siakam yeah. in the first round. I don't know. <laughs> first overall pick, Pascal Siakam. Up to you if you want to do that. But uh, <laughs> um, rounding out the top fifteen, we got Steph Curry at eleven, DeAndre Ayton at twelve. Vukovic at 13, Joel Embiid at 14, and Bradley Beal at 15. What are they doing with George? They think Paul George isn't going to do so hot. He had a great year. I think he was like the number two overall. Dude, they got, they got Zion in the top 20. Wow. And Paul George. Oh. Okay, so the reason they have Paul George, they have him, they have him positionally ranked second out of all small forwards, but they have him out of the top 20 because he's injured right now. Okay. So they're, I guess, attributing to the fact that he may miss some games at the start of the season. Yeah. So he won't well, get those injury, I don't know. It's a shoulder injury. That was the same one from the playoffs. Yeah. Oh. So. Sorry about that. I guess that's our beeper saying that we're done. Uh, so thank you for listening to this week's uh, shortened episode of Fantasy Basketball. Uh, please like and subscribe to all of our social media channels. And uh, please like and subscribe to all of our podcasts uh, wherever you get the podcast. We are out of here.